Guys, 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 welcome back to the Arsenio Buck Show, man. I'm so grateful to be back, man. I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas out there. No, I am not stopping what I love to do. That will never, ever happen. So, again, that's why I'm giving you guys podcasts every single day leading into the new year. Why? Because this is what I love to do, regardless of who's listening to me and who's not. So, man, I hope you guys had a wonderful time out there. But we need to get back into business, all right? We've already discussed why you need to start a podcast, okay? Now, because we already know, we need to figure out what the passion is first. So if this is your first time listening to this episode, you got to refer back to the previous guy. you got to refer back to the beginning, because now we're getting into the specifics. Now, some of you are like, okay, Arsenio, I don't have an audience. That's okay. Now, how can you begin to build an audience? Well, first and foremost, you have a podcast, right? This podcast needs to be on some kind of website. Now, I think and I believe that you could create one with Wix. However, there's already a platform with WordPress. So whatever you're going to call your podcast, which you don't have to name just yet. You can always change the name, I believe. But first, you need to figure out, okay, what I need to do is make a a WordPress website, a blog. Okay. Yes, a lot of people do not view it, but some people may want a nice little write-up because, again... It's all about the three to four representational uh, systems. So some of us are auditory, okay? Some of us are auditory-visual. So an auditory meaning we love podcasts. Auditory-visual means we love YouTube, okay? Uh, The the other two, one was, of course, you love reading, and then the other one is you you need to hear about the plan. Of course, that's a little bit different. But all of us learn in different ways. So you need to make sure... If Gary V, he says, okay, you need your video, your audio, and your written form. Now, again, I do that. I, I, the written form, I don't do so much, but there are blogs that I posted probably a year and a half ago that are now getting five to ten views a day. And it's funny because I'm like, God damn, well, I've posted so many blogs, so I'm guessing if this specific blog has gotten this many views over the last couple of days. Can you imagine what happens or what will happen with Season 4, Season 5, and all the TOEFL IELTS blocks that's happening right now? It's like the guy that just got in contact with me from France. He said, oh my god, uh, I've been listening to your podcast. I love it. I'm learning TOEFL. I need to know about the PDFs and stuff like that. And I said, oh my god, how'd you find me? He said, I just keyed in TOEFL IBT on Spotify and you came up. Of course. See, guys, that's all about branding. It's all about hashtagging, which I'm going to talk about. But nonetheless, guys, building up your... Okay, you got to build a blog. So make sure it coincides. The name has to be the same just as your Twitter, your Facebook page, your Instagram, and... Oh, my God. Is there anything else I'm missing? LinkedIn, again, if you're on LinkedIn, but it depends on what type of field you're in and whatnot. Again, LinkedIn's organic reach right now is unbelievable. All right? So I do suggest everyone to get on LinkedIn. A lot of you in different countries are like, well, I'm not on LinkedIn. Well, that's okay. Because if you're in Japan, this is a great way that you can meet people from all around the world. You don't want to just do what's in the line of your own country. The greatest opportunity is the opportunity outside of your comfort zone, outside of those boundaries. So those are the platforms. Some people would say, of course, TikTok is on fire right now. Um, I'm still learning it. I haven't been posting as often. But... um. When I started doing these podcasts to begin with, I used to use Periscope. Periscope is, of course, on Twitter. Then I stopped using it, although I was getting quite a few plays. But just to give you guys a nice little rundown, you get your podcast, your podcast name. 
to get your blog and website. Okay, you're good to go. Yes, I do advise everyone to make a YouTube, at least to put the thing, uh, what is it, to put your podcast into audio form. So how do you do that? Well, I used to use repurpose, and then repurpose ended up sucking really bad. I'm like, guys, seriously, what happened? What happened? You guys used to always give me these wonderful videos, and now it's just... You, you guys don't even post it anymore, even though I selected to post it. So I emailed him. I said, hey, man, I'm taking my services elsewhere. You guys kind of suck. He's like, oh, we posted all your podcasts. No, go look at my web. You guys haven't posted shit. Come on. Now, again, I understand that some platforms are completely busted. But if you actually say, oh, we have done it, but you really didn't. I'm looking at my website and it looks and obviously you haven't done it. Then it, it creates conflict that confliction. So I took my services elsewhere. So what happened? Well, I do advise everyone to download the headliner.app. Okay, head, as in head, H-E-A-D, liner, line plus the R, dot app, or just put it into the App Store or whatever Google Play Store, whatever smartphone you have out there. This is brilliant because once you create a podcast, you're going to be able to submit it to Headliner. And so you key in your podcast. It depends because what you guys have to understand is once whatever store you end up putting your podcast on, this could be Android, this could be iPhone, uh, I'm sorry, the Apple store, you're going to have to pay a yearly subscription. Yes. So understand it is an investment to, you know, for your podcast and whatnot. Like for an example, I have to renew my Apple ID every year, 100 U.S., Right, depending on the platform, I have to pay X amount of uh, what is it? X amount of dollars between ten to twenty dollars a month, uh, depending on what plan I am for whichever platform I use. So always take that into consideration, unless you just directly upload like onto Zoom and you upload it onto SoundCloud. But you know SoundCloud, it's already bankrupt. It's completely broken. And there's just a lot of fake plays. You could buy plays on there. You know what I mean? So a lot of that is just completely fake now. Uh, But again, just know that it's going to be an investment, guys. Just know. Um, But in saying that, it's all about automation, making your life easier. So Headline is like, hey, download our app. I did. I submitted my uh, my ESL podcast. And then they're like, hey, okay, your video's done. I'm like, huh? So I went to the video, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I listened to it, and I was like, dude, this is a really good snippet right out of my podcast. They They created it for me. They created it for free. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay, I think I know what I'm going to be doing now. So after that, I'm like, okay. So I started like every day. Once my podcast debuts, okay, at 12 a.m. per se, um, and especially this one, I'm not sure when this video will be done, but when the podcast, example, ESL podcast, when it debuts at 12 a.m., I get an email maybe at about 3 a.m., obviously while I'm sleeping. And they created a snippet for me. So it just says, okay, share, share where? Okay, Instagram. I get the hashtags and everything that I have saved on my note section. I type in whatever it is or whatever the description was on that specific podcast for that specific day. And I post post it onto Instagram that quick. It's all about automation. So it's all about making your life easier too. So once you figure out the platform, again, Americans, Spreaker is something you need to look into. People outside of America, I would recommend Buzzsprout because that's more of an international. All right. Now, if I had put my ESL podcast onto Spreaker, would it have gotten this amount of views? I do not know. 
But because Pat Flynn and so many other people use Buzzsprout, I'm like, you know what? Okay, let me test this out because I think this is going to be pretty good. And so all of a sudden, man, I got 40 to 60, maybe 80 countries, you know, listening to me uh, around the world on Buzzsprout versus, oh my God, versus not so much, of course, on Spreaker. So always take that into consideration too. Now, you got your blog. Okay, whatever your blog is going to be, it could be about cosmetics, it could be about sports, it could be about this, everything I talked about in the previous podcast. Do your research on podcasts, figure it out, see if you could get X amount of episodes for free, this and that, figure out, uh, you could just type in Google podcast and platforms, and then, of course, for your country. And, of course, Americans, you guys already know the bulk of it, okay? And then people in the UK, it might be a little bit different, okay? Because Spreaker, again, you need a W-2, so this is only for Americans, because you're only going to get paid if you are an American, unfortunately. That's just how it works. Uh, and so, yeah, that's the downside, of course, of Spreaker. That's why I'm considering, or that's why I'm suggesting that you guys look into Buzzsprout. But you guys are going to have to make a Twitter, a Facebook page. LinkedIn, of course, posting all your work with the relevant hashtags. And, oh my god, what was the last? Instagram, of course. Now, this is all going to be in bulk, in a huge bulk Okay, so what do I mean by that? And a lot of you are like, okay, give me a description for each of these platforms because, again, Facebook pages, there's this, there's that. There's not much of organic reach. You know, Facebook is pushing more towards us paying for it, although people aren't responding. We could get like one million reach, but we only get like one like. Yeah, I know. It's a bunch of garbage. So if you look into this, if you are on Twitter, Gary Vee had a story, okay, in his book, Crushing It. And he said, now think about this. Who do you think has a better chance of getting an internship with ESPN? ESPN is, of course, that the, 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 the sports program out there in America. The unknown kid who sends a resume in along with 4,000 other people applying for the same job and has nothing but a prayer that the director of the internship program will bother to look at her or his portfolio? Or the kid who becomes a regular active presence in Twitter feeds of all ESN um, I'm sorry, ESPN personalities and staff. You see what I mean? So, Scott Van Pelt, Patrice Everett, I don't know. I know only a couple of those guys, but every single one of them have a Twitter. All the sports writers for each specific team, they all have a Twitter. You follow them. You turn those notifications on, and you respond in a positive way and give your feedback for every post, Okay. Now, again, if he doesn't have many comments, it's going to be a little bit weird and creepy if you do that. But if they normally get 1,000 comments, that's perfectly fine for you to post everything and your thoughts on whatever sports or whatever it is out there. You see what I mean? So it's kind of like me. If I look at Gary Vee, Gary Vee, for instance, he has a, a, a massive reach. And for every post, he gets at least 100 comments. So if I post a comment on every post, it's not going to be like, Oh my god, this guy's a little bit weird. No, 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 no. It's okay, because a lot of my comment might just get lost in all of the comments. So it doesn't really matter. And so, if you look at this, and going back into it, the thing that differentiates sportscasters from one another is their greater or lesser ability to synthesize data. Right? So what does that mean? Uh, Let's just say... Like, what was that stupid fight a while back? McGregor versus Mayweather, uh, the Wimbledon, the Cavaliers, the Warriors, all that stuff. If you're looking for a job or hoping to make your mark in any industry, consider your activity there as the longest interview of your life. 
And I'm talking about commenting vigorously. Now, there are going to be a lot of negative comments on there. There are going to be a lot of troll comments on there. Don't worry about that. Don't respond to people who do not have faces or a brand because then they're going to be out there to, of course, ruin your brand. You go on there and you respond uh, in a positive way or say, oh, I think we should do this or, you know, this and that and this and that. And the people are you're going to ultimately end up becoming well-known. And if you have your logo and then you have your podcast. And so what happens is people are like, oh, this guy posted a nice comment. Let me click. Oh, my God. He has a podcast. He has a website. Let me click it. Oh, wow. I really like this. Oh, maybe I should be on his show because I'm a fan, too. You see how that works? So, guys, that's Twitter. Twitter is all about conversation. Right? And a lot of people, again, they say, you know, we don't have enough time for this or that. If you look at it and if you spend, oh, my God, if you spend probably 10 minutes a day on those platforms, that's more than an hour a week. And a lot of you would say, no, I don't have enough time to do this or do that. Well, if you commute to work or if you commute anywhere, you have time. Now, a lot of you, okay, if you're driving, fine. If you have an Alexa, that's even better. Your Alexa could definitely record everything. You can even record your podcast in your car. If you get the, what is it? Right now, I'm actually using an Osmo 3, the mobile carrier. Uh, I got this for a Christmas present, so thanks. Uh, big, big thanks to uh, one of my close, close friends, Kanjana. She actually gave this to me. So now, I don't have to hold my phone anymore. I just pin it up right on this little machine, and then I can speak into it. It's just brilliant beyond belief. I love it so much. And so, with saying that, I don't even know where I was going with that. Uh, but if you could get something in a car, whereas you can actually talk, or you can even use your Bluetooth mic, Okay, in terms of speaking, you could get podcasts done. You could get so many different things done. Now, in terms of writing, maybe not so much, but you can even do Instagram videos. So a lot of you are like, what about Instagram? Well, it depends. You need to look up relevant hashtags to whatever it is you do. So my English language podcast, I look up 30 hashtags, probably about 29 just to be safe, because if you do 30, it won't even post. It'll just post just an empty photo with no description. But I post about 29 hashtags. I didn't know about this until I read it about sometime maybe early last year or maybe before that. And I'm like, okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to hurry up and just post this podcast. Uh, Well, I'm going to post this podcast episode or I'm going to post this little thing that relates to English. And, of course, the organic reach on Instagram a year ago was unbelievable. And it was good probably about three to four weeks ago uh, because I started getting a lot of likes from a lot of private profiles but then it just went bleh again. So now it's only people who follow me who get the likes again. So it's very, very unfortunate. Instagram sucks. Um, but nonetheless, if you're in cosmetics, go on Google. Put cosmetic hashtags for Instagram. Sports podcast, uh, sports hashtags for Instagram. Cleveland Brown uh, hashtags for Instagram. Whatever it may be. Get 29 of them. Save them in a little Word doc on either your phone, your Mac, whatever it may be. The easiest way that you could post photos. And you just write a description for each one. Put a couple of or a few bullet points to separate your notes from the hashtag so people don't just see a bunch of hashtags everywhere. Because that could be annoying. And then you post that photo. And then anyone who's re- you know relatable to that, they're going to click on it. And that's how it comes. Last year, I had some Thai students, you know, getting in touch with me. I had a, a, a wide, wide range of people getting in touch with me, uh, in touch with me with that. So that's the best part about it. Also, so again, whatever your podcast name is, 
the WordPress, the Twitter, the Instagram. That's how you create it. Facebook page, again, is it very, very useful at this point? I created my ESL page probably three, four years ago. And it's funny because I was actually promoting my page. And I was promoted in Southeast Asia, so I have a whole bunch of fake Myanmar profile, you know, profiles from like Myanmar. And I'm like, dude, oh my God, because you know what? The reach is really bad. So if you look at my ESL, you know, ESL page, I have 6,000, 7,000 likes. But how many of those people do I really, really communicate with right now? Because the algorithm is super down, zero. I don't even do Facebook Lives anymore because I barely get any viewership. You know, it's not what it was at the beginning of last year. I would get these comments from different people from different countries saying, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Now it's nothing. And yes, I post probably three to four things, five things on that page every single day. And the reach is 20 to 40 max unless someone shares it on another page. And so, yes, that is very, very frustrating. Uh, A lot of people would say, oh, well, should I do it? Again, it's a platform, guys. This is another way of getting your voice out there. And then you could go into other groups and other places on Facebook and start commenting with that specific page to get people to like your page, too. Always remember that, right? And there's a great way that you could do Facebook Lives, do interviews, and, of course, testimonials. So those are always great, and that's something that everyone should consider. All right, so yeah, Facebook is a little bit of a pain in the ass. Um, Instagram stories, obviously, you need to get into that. You know, I just realized on my Instagram stories, I could go on Spotify, I could click on my podcast, I could go to share an episode, a specific episode, and it says Instagram stories. So now I could post every episode in my Instagram stories, and then I could make a little arrow that points in, you know, points to that little place where all they have to do is click it, and it takes them right into Spotify, and they can listen to the episode. It's much better than putting links in my bio, whereas people don't really click on the link in my bio, okay? People just actually glance over it, and that's it. Unless they're very interested, they'll click on the link in the bio, but more than likely, they'll check the Instagram stories, and then from there... They go to my Spotify page, and then there goes all my links there. See? See how that works? (sighs) So, guys, in saying that, and to sum this up, you have Facebook. Get whatever name it is. Just create it. Again, I have a foundational page. I'm going to be posting a lot of videos on there, too. Instagram, Twitter. Again, you do have TikTok. You have Snapchat. And I do advise everyone to get a LinkedIn. Get your podcast name. Start up your WordPress site. And then from there, contact me and say, hey, you know what? What can I do? This or that and this or that. And we could go from there. So we're going to keep continuing and keep going into everything, probably in more specific details on the next podcast. So, guys, stay tuned for that. And thank you so much for tuning in to another The Arsenio Buck Show podcast. If you guys have any questions, let me know. I'm your host, as always, over and out.